Radio 680 WCBM. The excitement is real as legal sports betting hits home with BetMGM. Take the winning shot and join the action at WCBM.com or on the WCBM mobile app. It's time to bet, play, and win with BetMGM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Harford County. All right. Good morning. Happy Friday. If you're just joining us, I have to ask you, where the heck have you been? We had a great show thus far. Still have another hour left of uh, what I hope to be a good show for you. I have a text here from the Senator. And I want to get to this text before that. I should tell you, in the last hour, we were talking about uh, a proposal, uh, gun legislation, where uh, Delegate Terry Hill out of Howard County believes that uh, to wear and carry, you should also have $300,000 liability insurance as well which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Senator Tech City says, if I can't carry because of this legislation and suffer physical financial harm as a result, legislators should be forced to carry personal liability insurance to compensate me for their reckless handiwork. Senator, I'm on board with that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I guess, you know what? I know we always talk about this, but it's hard to understand why anybody would vote for anyone that would even introduce something like that. Now, think about this. Terry Hill, her constituents, they're seeing her propose this legislation that is clearly unconstitutional. It clearly infringes on their Second Amendment rights, you know, their individual rights in general. But there are still going to be people that will go and vote for Delegate Terry Hill next time around. And it's bizarre because it's like, all right, well, if she can infringe on your Second Amendment right... What makes you think that she won't infringe on your other rights? Right? I mean, it's like, that's where my head goes. It's like, logic for me would be like, all right, here she is attacking the Second Amendment. Will she attack the First Amendment? What else will she do? But it's it's as if Democrat donor, or donors, Democrat voters that vote for people like that, it's like they don't ever, you know, take it to that next step in their mind. Because if they did, they wouldn't keep reelecting these people. I don't know. I guess for me, it's hard to see the logic. And I really, I try to be open-minded. And I try to see, like, how people arrive to, you know, not just their vote, but the people that they support. And I told you before, I've got Democrats in my family. And sometimes we have this conversation. And I sit back and listen. Because I think to myself, well, how how does your mind get there? How do you say to yourself that this makes sense? And usually when you're talking to them, they'll, like, go around in circles and you might ask a couple questions that like really pokes holes in their logic and they still look at you and just and then that's when they start screaming things like, well, Trump and Republicans, you know, and you're just like, wow, here we go. So so you're now going to deflect because I've, I've quickly proven that what you're saying makes no sense. And again, I saw so much of that during the covid pandemic. And, I'm, you know, I, I hate to <laughs> throw family under the bus. But I had a family member of mine, and I think I told you guys this, uh, over Easter break, right during the pandemic, you had uh, Governor Larry Hogan. Remember he moved those tanks into the uh, Baltimore Convention Center, and he had all those uh, beds, the hospital beds there. And he's like, yeah, we need to have these beds here because, you know, it's going to look like New York City over the Easter holiday. People are going to go visit family, and we're not going to have enough space in the hospitals. And I remember just watching it thinking, this fool Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing that tells you that we're going to get to that point. Nothing. 
And he didn't even you know, talk about the fact that New York, they were dealing with that issue because you had, at that time, uh, former Governor Cuomo not doing anything about those in some of the senior homes. Remember that? With the body bags and everything? It was bizarre and it was tragic, but it wasn't something that we were going to have here in the state of Maryland. We just don't even have that much when it comes to density and population. It just, it would have never happened. And so for me, it was all theater, right? It was the, like the fanfare for me. And I'm looking at him thinking, Governor Hogan is, you know, he, what a clown. Because it was fear-mongering on the, on the, you know, the highest level. Well, I had a family member that called me after hearing Governor Hogan say that, right? They were watching the same uh, news clip, and they called me and said, Kim, what are you, what are you going to do for Easter break? I hope you're not going to go see any family or friends or anything. And I'm like, well, it's Easter. Yeah, we always get to, What are you talking about? We always get together. I bring the store-bought mac and cheese. You know that, you know? But I had a family member saying that, you know, well, Governor Hoke is telling everybody it's going to get really bad, and I'm afraid, and I don't know if we should be around each other. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, it took everything in me, because, of course, it was an elder family member, so I can't say you're an idiot or anything like that, right? you got to respect your elders, especially if they're relatives. And I just sat on the phone thinking, wow, this person is in my family. And they're a complete sheep. They they really are. Like, I'm related to a dingbat. <laughs> that's, that's all I kept thinking because I can't say it, right? Because they're my family. You can't say it. But that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was on the phone with this person for 20 minutes. <laughs> for 20 minutes, they were trying to convince me that there were going to be body bags at the Baltimore City Convention Center. <laughs> and I, like, I, I hate to laugh about it, but it was really, it was that dumb. And I thought, wow, I'm I'm related to somebody that is really off their rocker. <sighs> I might have to suggest they get therapy. This is wild to me. Well, anyways, that's how I see a lot of what I see from the left, right? That was Governor Hogan, obviously, fear-mongering. But I see a lot of that on the left. It's like they get these crazy ideas and the thought process. And, and it doesn't make any sense, but they push it. Well, anyways, there's a couple stories I do want to get to uh, that have got the overspending at DPW, which to me sounds like money laundering. Uh, but I also wanted to quickly go through uh, the update on the uh, former state's attorney, Marilyn Mosby, trial. Yes, you know, yesterday you had her her ex-husband, Nick Mosby, who's our city council president here in the city of Baltimore. Uh, he took the stand and he testified, and apparently he was there all day. But what's now coming out is that Nick Mosby, I guess he's trying to tell people, look, I did lie to Marilyn. I did say that I had the tax situation under control. And you can see where Nick had lied. You can see it, right? I give Marilyn the benefit of the doubt there. You got to give her credit. She was lied to by Nick. But at the same time, there are a lot of puzzle pieces still missing. And there's still a lot of lying going on. I want you to take a listen, because this is uh, the most recent update. As I said, uh, you had uh, Nick Mosby on the stand. This is from Channel 11 News. When it comes to your family's finances, who's in charge of doing the taxes? For Marilyn Mosby, that is her ex-husband, Nick. He's the star witness for her defense here, and he spent this whole day on the stand. Ms. Mosby, how was this day for you? A long day? Grateful. Federal prosecutors say former Baltimore State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby lied on mortgage applications during the purchase of Florida homes in 2020 and 2021. 
to hide a tax lien and lock in home loans at a lower interest rate. The defense says she is not guilty because she didn't lie. Her then-husband, Nick Mosby, did. So any comment about the case, how it's going so far? And Mr. Mosby repeated that story on the stand here today. Were you honest with Ms. Mosby about the tax problems? Defense attorney James Wyda asked. No, Nick Mosby answered. Do you regret causing the tax problems? Wyda asked. Tremendously, Mosby said, adding, ultimately, it was my mismanagement of the tax situation and all that has come from it, us sitting here today in court because of my actions. However, well before cross-examination got underway, Nick Mosby had contradicted some trial evidence and some defense claims, including that his then-wife didn't know about any lien. Nick Mosby told the jury in 2020 she was going through a stack of mail at their townhouse, saw an IRS notice, and she was absolutely livid, he said. At this point, she lost complete faith in my ability to take care of the tax issue. And then in late 2020, he said, I still didn't believe there was a lien. He said no attorney could find a lien. But that came days after the jury had seen evidence of that lien filed in circuit court and had seen dozens of warning notices leading up to it addressed to the Mosby's as a couple and individually. Cross-examination began at four, and it was largely a clash of wills. It was contentious, it was heated, and it was beset by secret bench conferences that court observers were not allowed to know the contents of. Did you expect the cross-examination to get that heated? I mean, I don't, I've never done this before, so this is all news. And cross-examination isn't over. It'll continue when the trial resumes on Monday morning. In Greenbelt, I'm Kate Amara, TV 11 News. All right. So here's here's the major issue that I see. And it's it's honestly the lying. It's the lying. They had, you know, Nick Mosby was lying to Marilyn. Marilyn was probably also lying to Nick. And then when all this came to a head, you had Marilyn then lying to the public. And then you had Nick lying to the public and the attorneys. And then you had Marilyn lying to the attorneys. And then don't forget, you know, especially with the other case and uh, the conviction that she has, she was also lying to be able to take out some of that money and talking about hardship. That her attorney, the former attorney before this public defender, you ha- she had the attorney Scott Bolden, who said that the indictment is was politically and racially motivated. Do you remember that? I mean, the lies kept coming, and now it's to the point where you're you're looking at the situation and thinking, all right, look, some of it suggests that Marilyn did not know well, possibly half of the story. Some of it suggests that Nick was keeping it tight to his chest, right? But at the same time, when you hear about the notices going to both of them, obviously as a couple, and then out individually, so that Marilyn Mosby would have to explain why those IRS notices coming to her individually were never opened by her, unless Nick Mosby was intercepting the mail, right? Because if you see a letter coming from the IRS, you know that you have this tax lien, you know that there are issues. If you're getting to the mail before your wife, you might just... Take it. <laughs> That's a possibility. I can see the defense going in that round. The problem also is, though, and this is where we're going to hear more of, I believe, on Monday. Remember, there was a check for $5,000 that Marilyn Mosby claimed was a gift that came from Nick Mosby, which helped 
with the lenders and paying for one of those Florida homes. Well, it turns out when they connected the dots, like Pee Wee Herman, remember that? Connect the dots. <laughs> la, 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 la. When they connected the dots, they found out the $5,000 gift actually came from Marilyn Mosby herself, which she couldn't have happened because, remember, she's claiming hardship. So that five grand was going to have to come from Nick. The problem is, and they pointed this out, Nick Mosby didn't have $5,000. Okay, so he didn't have that. So so she had to actually give him the money to then give to her. But the way that she did it, obviously prosecutors were able to go back and trace it. And that's another piece of this that she cannot explain. They can't explain it. They also can't explain why they kept saying that this was politically and racially motivated. It sounds to me that, you know, you had a, a married couple that were already going through hard times. I mean, if you look at this, it's obviously they were lying to each other. And I mean, there were all kind of allegations. I'm not going to get into the other allegations because I don't know if they're true. But there was obviously a lot going on. And I know for a fact, you know, when you're a public figure, when you're running for office, when you're in office, it takes a toll on the entire household. It really does. And so here you've got two people in this household that hold office, right? And you even had Nick Mosby running at, at that time. I guess he was he was in the midst of running for council president at some of these uh, dates, right? And then he became council president. Uh, and then obviously she was a state's attorney, but then she had to turn around. Uh, even, but this is after the case even began. She had to turn around and then run for reelection. There was a lot going on. A lot going on. And probably in their minds, because remember, they were like college sweethearts. In their minds, they probably thought, oh, yeah, we're going to be the ultimate power couple. I'll tell you what. I don't see where that usually works out. This is just a little piece of advice. We'll call it Kim Clasic's Quarter. <laughs> Kim Clasic's Quarter. It is. It would be very difficult to have that power couple as a married couple in a household uh, with kids. It just it would be so hard because you for one person to be, you know, in office, constantly running for office in the public eye, constantly doing interviews. That's already a lot to handle. Well, you then add to it that you've got another person in that couple that's also fighting for that media, that airtime. That's also, you know what I mean? It's 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 very difficult very difficult to make the power couple thing work. It sounds great, but I've seen many relationships come and go because it, it usually does not work. Usually you have to have a supportive spouse and then you, you have the spouse that's either running for office or the public figure. It, you you got to usually have, uh, you know, one or the other or one, you know, one, one supportive person, one person out there to have two people. I can only imagine what their house was like. Whew, the fights that I could imagine. Well, anyways, they had still a lot of clear up. There were a lot of lies told. Nick Mosby, I'll tell you, if you didn't see the video clip for yourself, he arrived to the courthouse alone. Now, it is in Greenbelt, right? It's not in Baltimore. She was able to get the trial moved. But I thought that was interesting to not even have any kind of counsel or anything with him. And so here he is testifying, no counsel, no nothing, for hours for hours but i did think it spoke volume right to me it seemed like he just wanted to really just tell the truth and be transparent at that point the problem is he should have been that a long time ago because now his story doesn't match up with the story he told back in 2020 what a mess
What a mess. Now, just in case you're wondering, uh, if Marilyn Mosby is found guilty here, uh, she could serve up to five years in prison. Uh, that's and from what I could tell with the prosecutors. They're trying to get at least some jail time out of this. So we'll we'll get an update, I'm sure, on Monday. And I want to hear more about that $5,000 check, because to me, that would have told, told Marilyn Mosby a lot. As soon as you found out Nick Mosby didn't even have five grand in his bank account. And you already knew, because apparently she got the mail, she got upset at their townhouse, remember that story from Nick? He didn't have five grand. You knew that he was supposed to be handling the taxes. He's obviously lying to you about that. Like, you know what I mean? I would have then asked him, because he has a decent salary, I would have then asked him, well, how the heck do you not have five grand, right? So that here she is giving him five grand secretly so that he could give it back to her. See, it's going to be very hard for her to prove that she had no idea about the financial problems. It's going to be hard to prove. All right, we come back. We are going to talk about some of the money laundering that I believe happened at DPW. I don't know how else you explain it, but the Inspector General, uh, Isabel Cumming, uh, she had another report that came out, which is scathing. And again, another department within the city of Baltimore. While we're on break, do me a huge favor. Go to WCBM.com. Uh, you can shop our merchandise. Again, if uh, you want to get a gift that nobody else can get, if you want a gift that nobody else uh, will receive, you go to WCBM.com. We've got all our merchandise there. Uh, I have the crop sweatshirt myself, Kim Classic Live. It says Baltimore is listening. It is a very cute crop sweatshirt. And it's it's very respectable, too. It's not too cropped. Yeah, I, I'm, what, I'm 42 now? Yeah, no, I'm not showing any belly or anything like that. So it's really cute. Get yours today. Go to WCBM.com. Maryland Elite Firearms in Finksburg is family-owned and operated for over 30 years. You'll always receive friendly and courteous service at Maryland Elite. They stock all your favorite manufacturers and have a large selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. Great prices at MarylandEliteFirearms.com. Shop local. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. The Rob Carson Show. We've had three years to sit here and take this administration. It started off with the withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the abuses and usurpations have continued. I never thought that Trump voters would be complacent about this. But people are very concerned, and they are not going to let their guard down, and they are not going to let the Democrat Party do what they've done to the country anymore. The Rob Carson Show. Weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio. 680 WCBM. All right, coming up in a minute here, we are going to play Who Said That? And so you're going to want to go close. You're going to want to turn the volume up. Uh, I do believe that you will most likely know who said it. And as soon as you know, go ahead and call 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. You don't just get bragging rights. You also get Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets, so you have to call you can't just text or email, uh, but we'll play that in just a minute here. I did want to update you in case you didn't know. Uh, of course, we talked about the southern border and the invasion there on the southern border. And you had Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. He's decided, you know what? If the Biden administration is not going to secure this border, I will. And I don't blame him. And I'm pretty sure all of his constituents, no matter which party they belong to, would like to see it happen. The only people pushing back, let's be honest, you got Beto O'Rourke. And some of those other progressives that want to make a name for themselves and like to be in the limelight, want to stay relevant, they're the only ones that are saying, don't do it. 
uh, you know, the Supreme Court already ruled in Biden's favor. No, just allow the invasion to happen. Well, you have 25 states that have signed a letter pledging their support to Texas and its constitutional right to defend the southern border. You want to know which states there are? Of course you do. Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Interesting enough, Pennsylvania is not on that list. Now, you would think, because I do believe that Philly is labeled as a sanctuary city. Now, have they received migrants like D.C. or New York or Chicago? Not yet. And I'm saying not yet because it's probably on its way. So I do wonder if this continues the way that it does, we'll see Pennsylvania on this list. But, you know, I also look at this list and I think to myself, because I see New Hampshire here, I do see Ohio. Of course, Florida's on this list. To me, this sounds like a, a list of uh, states that are going to vote Trump. That's That's how I look at this. These states are going to vote Trump because there's no way in the world that they're going to vote for Joe Biden and Secretary Mayorkas once again, seeing everything that has been going on. So half of the United States of America is standing up against Joe Biden and this ridiculous policy of letting absolutely anyone and everyone across the southern border, even if you have no idea about their criminal background or where they came from or anything. And so seeing on here, Ohio, New Hampshire, Nevada. These states are definitely going to Trump. Virginia, love to see it. Love to see it. I mean, I've already suspected we would pick up, I mean, Florida is a given at this point. And I will say, you know what, shout out to uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, he continues to make uh, Florida much even more red uh, as the years go by. So, you know, he should get credit for that. He really should. But, yeah, I love to see the swing states on this list. And it'll be interesting to see what else happens here. Uh, I would think, I would think that Joe Biden will have to succumb to the pressure. If they take any more illegal migrants in areas like Massachusetts or any of those other blue states where they can't handle it, and they join these other states on this pledge, he's going to have to cave. He's going to have to. Now, I did see the, the uh, post from President Trump, uh, and he was saying that he wanted Republicans to wait. Mitt Romney, of course, he was in front of camera saying, oh, he should not wait. You know, I don't know what, what the correct way to handle this is. I personally was saying we shouldn't be waiting any longer. Uh, close the border up. Do what we have to do to now, like tonight. You know, do it now. All right, real quick here, I want to play the audio for who said that. Then you'll call in and let me know who you believe said this. You're trying to figure out what was that melody. But for the times that I have done it, you know, it's been really exciting because, I mean, the chords were chords that I never I never came up with before in the way in which I did on that particular song. All right, you're going to tell me who said that. 410-WCBM-680, that is 410-922-6680. You know what, now that I heard it, that might be a little difficult. 
It might be difficult, but I know you guys are really smart, and you've been on top of all of these uh, audios. I, <laughs> I, some of you, I'm very impressed. Just so you know, I really am. So call me. Let me know who you think said that. You'll get uh, bragging rights and Maryland scratch off lottery tickets after the break. We're also going to start. Uh, we're going to talk about this uh, latest investigation out of the Inspector General's office in regards to DPW and some spending. Could you imagine paying double in rent and not noticing? <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think it is, but we'll talk about that, and we'll have a winner for Who Said That coming up after the break. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. The U.N.'s top court is ordering Israel to do all it can to prevent death and destruction in Gaza, However, the panel stopped short of ordering Jerusalem to end the military offensive. South Africa has accused Israel of genocide in Gaza, a charge the Israelis vehemently deny. Former President Trump walked out of the courtroom today during closing arguments at his civil defamation trial in New York City. As he left, Mr. Trump commenting, this is not America. The Republican National Committee has pulled a resolution to consider declaring Mr. Trump the party's presumptive 2024 nominee before he formally clinches the requisite number of delegates to win the party's nomination. Stocks higher on Wall Street. The Dow is up 122 points. The Nasdaq ahead nine and the S&P trading eight points higher. More details, srnnews.com. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing, full-arch, teeth-express, teeth-in-a-day implant treatment, helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. Clouds and fog this morning, but we'll see some sunshine. Not much rain today, only a slight chance of a shower. And it is warm, even warmer than yesterday, 70 to high today. Tomorrow we start out cloudy. By the afternoon, showers are scattered, cooling back down, 56 to high. Widespread rain on Sunday, and temperatures back where they're supposed to be in January, 46 Sunday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Hi, this is Sean Casey. You know, you've been hearing me talk about rescue supplements for years now. And, well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored rescue supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on the products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. 
And the best part, right now, you get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. To get started, go to res-q.life. Again, that's res-q.life or call 1-800-26-ALIVE. That's 1-800-262-5483 to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took the short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So, don't wait. Visit res-q.life and get 50% off recommended products today from Rescue Natural Supplements. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Their video interview tool makes it easy and effortless to meet with candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Join Gil Kuda live every Thursday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for On the Money. Gil will take your calls on how to live a worry-free retirement with a rebroadcast Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. until 10. It's On the Money on WCBM. playing who said that and you know what i was surprised the phone lines lit up as soon as we played the audio clip but i was thinking that it was going to be hard but not for you guys see this audience i love it i love it you guys are so smart i honestly i i now this is somebody that i absolutely love but even i was a little you know taken back when i heard him speaking because i thought you know what i don't think i would have guessed it i don't think so all right let's hear the audio clip one more time you're trying to figure out what was that melody. But for the times that I have done it, you know, it's been really exciting because, I mean, the chords were chords that I never I never came up with before in the way in which I did on that particular song. All right, so we're going to figure out who said that. I've got uh, Terry and Owings Mills. Terry, who do you think said that? The Magnificent Stevie Wonder. That is correct. Yes, Terry. So you knew just by hearing his voice? Yes, I, I, I saw him in person, and he was he was on stage all by himself about two and a half hours. Wow, he's brilliant in person. See, so now I'm jealous because I want to see him in person, and I don't feel like he tours very often. I don't I think say, if you if you get a chance to see him, see him. All right. Well, Terry, you won bragging rights, and of course you won Mirrorless Scratch-Off Lottery tickets. We just ask that if you win big, you just call us and let us know, because many of us, we can't purchase anything big right now because we're facing Bidenomics. <laughs> so just let oh, us know. Oh, well, you had to throw that in there. <laughs> but that's okay. Bye-bye. All right. See you later. Thank you so much, Terry. I appreciate that. All right, if you want to, you can always play the fun new scratch-off game, Fast Roll, with a top prize of $1,000. Reveal a 7, and you'll win the prize shown. Reveal an 11 symbol, and you'll win double the prize shown. For details, go to mdlottery.com. Please play responsibly. 
You know, whenever Bruce Elliott sits in the seat, the bell goes missing. What does he do with the bell? Because you know what? I like to ring the bell when people win, but I have no idea where it is. But congratulations, Terry, again. And I do want to see Saving Wonder in concert, and I hope one day that it happens. I do. But I said the same thing about Michael Jackson, and that will never happen, right? I guess some people go to see that concert where he's like a hologram. I don't know how that's the same. I, I don't know if... At that point, you should just watch them on, on TV, like a, an old video on YouTube or something. I don't know if I want to see a hologram. Uh, anyways, anyways, I did want to talk a little bit about the overspending at DPW. Now, we talked about the overtime over at Baltimore City Police Department. Uh, as you noted, I pretty much said, eh, look, it should be monitored and they should be doing a better job. But I also know that they are short-staffed, and I know that this is a very violent and dangerous city. And what are you going to do? Are you going to really be that upset about the overtime? What are you going to do? Are you going to fire them? We already don't have enough cops. Yeah, I just, like, what are you going to do? And they listed about seven of them that were in overtime, I guess they were saying by six figures or so. And, I look, it, yes, it should be monitored, but I put it on management. Obviously, the cops that, that submitted their overtime, it had to be signed off by someone in management. If you want to blame anybody, blame the person that signed off on it. All right. Well, anyways, we've got some overspending at the Department of Public Works. And wouldn't you know it, because this is a department that really didn't have an executive director for a while, and that even the director that DPW did have, Jason Mitchell, uh, I don't feel as though that he did a great job at any point in time. And you know what? I will go. I'll go as far as saying that he was kind of like a DEI hire, if you think about it. Because when he was uh, appointed to do that position, there were a lot of people that came forward and said that he's never held a position quite like that before. And some people were pointing out that he never really worked at Dep- Department of Public Works or in sanitation or any of those departments. So some people were asking, you know, rightfully so, how the heck is he going to be the executive director of a department which already has lots of issues. Well, anyways, I want you to take a listen to this, because in my view, and this comes from Channel 11, Tolly Taylor has the story. In my view, this doesn't sound like some incompetent mistake. <laughs> this this almost sounds like it was done purposely. Take a listen. A new report from the Baltimore City Inspector General finds the Department of Public Works overpaid for office space to the tune of nearly $230,000. 11 News Investigates reporter Tolly Taylor joins us now live in the newsroom. Tolly, Inspector General Isabel Cumming looked at two DPW contracts in this investigation. Cummings says since she started as Inspector General more than five years ago, her office has consistently had DPW under the microscope. The reason? Because of tips from Baltimore City residents. And she says in this case, the amount of taxpayer money wasted extends beyond the $227,000 her office found. We we had a tip that um, on on our various contracts that we were spending way too much money on office space. Baltimore City Inspector General Isabel Cummings says that tip led her office to examine two Baltimore City DPW contracts for office space. The result of her investigation? We, we discovered over $220,000 of taxpayer dollars that, you know, we basically overpaid. But we paid it, so that's not money we can get back. On Wednesday, Cummings released her findings of the months-long investigation which includes recommendations for how DPW can fix its overpayment problem in a written response from DPW Interim Director Richard Luna. Looking at the response from DPW, what's your reaction to that? 
thought it was an excellent response. I thought that he was very thorough. She calls Luna's response very encouraging compared to responses she's received after investigations of other city agencies over the years. In his response, Luna describes new processes to prevent further overpayment that DPW is taking, which she says shows that Luna takes this seriously. Still, Cummings says part of her investigation shows the line item in DPW's contracts that led to the overspending appears in other DPW contracts as well. So to that point, are you concerned that there's actually a lot more than $227,000 oh, that's been overpaid? I know there is. So what we'll do is in a, we'll give it a year, and we'll pull some contracts, and we'll see if these are, the numbers are looking a lot better than these numbers did. Cummings says her office is successful because of tips from the citizens of Baltimore. She says last year her office uncovered nearly $7 million in financial waste, fraud, and abuse. For 11 News Investigates, I'm Tolly Taylor. $7 million in waste, fraud, and abuse in one year. Just imagine the potholes that could be filled with $7 million. I mean, are you kidding me? With all the money they waste, they could redo the Hanover Bridge. I mean, like, really? Really? Thank goodness for Isabel coming in her office. You know, when they said here that the Baltimore City Office of Inspector General found the Department of Public Works overpaid for office space in the two, to the tune of nearly $230,000? I'm sorry. Look, I know a lot of incompetent people, you know? I know a lot of incompetent people. This doesn't scream incompetence to me. This screams money laundering to me. 230000 How do you overpay for office space with six figures? So who's, who's renting out the office space? You're giving double each month, you know, as rent, and, and so the landlord takes it and says, God, that seems about right. I, no! I'm sorry! I'm sorry, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe any of it. As you heard there, Inspector General uh, Cummings, she said there's there's going to be more that comes out. She believes there were more uh, issues with overspending within DPW. I, I don't believe this is incompetence. I believe that this is shenanigans. And I don't know where it would point to, but for some reason, any department in Baltimore City, any city agency, it is run like... You know, a bunch of kids run it. I have no idea what's going on in these places. I got Sandra in Eldersburg. Hey, Sandra, how are you? Hi, Kim. I'm fine. I was just wondering what would happen if teachers were paid for their overtime before school, after school, and during when they have to use their planning time. Uh, if that, what would happen if teachers were given that same consideration? Would we end up with six figures? Well, probably, right? That would be wonderful. Yeah. And would they pony <laughs> yeah. up with the money? Yeah. Sandra, that's a great point. That's a really good point. Let me ask you this, Sandra. Do you think that this was incompetence? Do you think that somebody could really pay overpay for office space? No, I don't. I think that uh, I like the word you use, shenanigans, instead of saying mm, something else. But it, it, was, it wasn't good. Not a good thing. No, not at all. Sandra, thank you so much for calling the show. Great point. Yeah, teachers, you know what? Teachers do spend a lot of time, right? Whether they're setting up the class in the morning. And as we know, there are a lot of teachers out there today that are helping some of these kids with breakfast, all this other stuff, because they're, they're good people. And then after school, 
Think of all the teachers that have to wait after school or those that work in the schools that have to wait uh, for parents to pick up the kids late or what have you. And then they go home and they still grade papers. Yeah, that, that overtime, it would kind of be like BPD for me. I would say, yeah, yeah, it happened. <laughs> Pay him the money. <laughs> you know? But this is this is incompetence, and I think it is, uh, you know, nefarious. Nefarious. You've got office space. You know what? And I looked through the report. I was trying to find where they're renting office space. I was trying to find who, who in fact, has taken this, uh, this check. And then who, in fact, allowed the overpayment of $230,000? Why wasn't anybody notified, right? I guess if you're the landlord, you're just taking the check. I mean, you're not going to really say anything. If you're getting extra money, you're probably thinking, all right, well, I guess they want to pay more. I don't <laughs> I'm not going to tell them not to, but, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they are overpaying, and then somebody's getting something on the back end. If they overpaid, say, by $5,000, all right, I can see how that might have happened. If somebody overpaid for office space by maybe $10,000, possibly, possibly, $230,000? No. No. And I think Isabel Cumming is very, she's being very sweet. Now, she said that she did like the response from the new director over there uh, by the last name of Luna. Director Richard Luna is the new director, so you know. Uh, and she said, okay, well, he said that there's going to be some uh, different processes. Here's what he said, uh, by quote, new processes to prevent further overpayment. New processes to prevent further overpayment. What could that possibly mean? What's the process? Change the amount on the check. I mean, <laughs> what, what process do you need? What are you talking about? Is it coming out of electronic funds transfer? Change it. I mean, what? Just think about what this sounds like. And I know she said she was, you know, she was satisfied with that response. I'm not satisfied with it. Tell me what the process is currently. Then explain to me, like I'm a child, what it needs to change to to make sense. I guarantee you there is no true process. I guarantee you they probably have, what? what is it, ACH or EFT uh, set up. And it probably just comes out each month. So what happened here is either you had somebody that was completely incompetent and the landlord rented the office space, decided not to tell them, or they're all in on it as people are making money behind the scenes. Now, I'm leaning towards people making money behind the scenes. No way anybody that is that incompetent. No way in the world. Well, anyways, we'll continue to watch this. If you want to weigh in, it looks like some people do. It's 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. Could you imagine getting overpaid by with six figures and then nobody being able to explain it? <laughs> Could you imagine? I got Sean in Westminster. Sean, you wanted to weigh in? Hey, yeah, Kim. How you doing? Doing well. Good, good. Beautiful weather, eh? Um, yeah, you know, the two things. I have two questions. Can't they find the property owners and and make them pay the money back? They, yeah. Also, can't the taxpayers of the city and state sue the city and state for that for seven million dollars and wait? I mean, that's not even touching what how much the state and the city waste. I mean, that's not even close. 
Yeah. But, but you know, I, it's kind of stupid. You would think that you would be able to go back to the corporations that own the properties and say, look, you were overpaid and you knew it. We knew it. Well, we know it now. Give us some money back. Yeah, that is interesting, Sean. That can I I looked at the report. There was nowhere where anybody asked to get any of the money back. And that's why I was thinking, you know, who actually owns this building in which they have office space? Well, let's see. Maybe the boy wonder has friends who, you know. Yeah, one of his developer friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of his developer friends are getting overpaid in <laughs> rent, and then they're also donating to his campaign. Wouldn't that be Bingo. funny? Oh, I, hey, it wouldn't surprise me. Not um, at all. Not at all, Sean. Right, you're terrific. And, oh, thank uh, you. Take care. Thank you. You too. Have a great weekend. Yeah, uh, that's who I want to know. I want to know who. where did they rent office space? Who's got the building? Why is it that here for the public to see? That's that's another question I have. That should be something that was disclosed, I would think, with the IG report. And you know what? Isabel Cummings, she's a really sweet woman, and I could actually message her and ask her. And that's what I will do. I've got Mike in Parkton. Mike, uh, you wanted to weigh in? Hey, good morning, Kim. My morning. question is this. When they say they're being overpaid, is this a question of that, I don't know, they build for $100,000 and they're paid Two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars, or was it a case of that they signed a contract for a space and paid in excess of two hundred thousand dollars over the value of what that normal renting of space should be? Um, which, if that's the case, there's two things. One, you need to look at how it was approved. But to me, that sounds more like the potential for corruption, where okay, the landlord gets paid a premium. And then they kick back some of that money to someone's campaign or so forth. But when you look at Baltimore City as a whole, I mean, $7 million is great that they're finding this. But there's just so many signs of just gross excess and potential corruption. When you look at the uh, per pupil cost of students, and in my opinion, they need to go through the entire city, every department, school, uh, the DPW, the police department, so forth, with either a uh, like a, a CPA auditing firm or even like a capital investment firm, whose job is to analyze the function and management operations and where they can find potential excesses, um, repetitiveness, and also even more so, you know, possible corruption. But things like this, you know, two hundred thousand dollars or whatever, it's great that we're getting it back, but it's just a drop in the bucket and there's just baltimore cities the amount of money they're spending for what we're getting something's not right at all yeah yeah mike i'm right there with you great points i hope you have a great afternoon and to kind of answer mike's question there because he's very on point there um the inspector general she said since the started since she started in the role more than five years ago her office has had a close eye on DPW because of all the tips from the city residents, right? And in this case, they found, uh, obviously, the uh, the waste went towards the office space, but she had a tip that there were various contracts 
and they were spending way too much money on office space. So when Mike's asked, you know, what was it? Was it just, you know, they transferred that much space, that much money, or was the office space not really that worth that amount? So it goes to it wasn't worth that amount. But even so, the landlord would have said, here's the office space cost, and here's what's going on. Anybody at DPW would have said, oh, well, you know, when we looked at this office space, here's what it said that it cost for us to rent it. And so that's why I'm saying that like, there's some collusion that went on here, clearly. All right, we'll continue to discuss this when we get back. Imagine losing the ability to hear someone say I love you or the ability to hear a compliment or just hearing the birds chirp, your favorite song, or conversations with an old friend. Losing your hearing takes its toll on you physically, emotionally, and socially. If this kind of suffering sounds familiar, no matter what your age, call Audiology Associates at 410-944-3100. Dr. Melissa Segev and her team take a gentle and empathetic approach for each patient's treatment plan, and that's with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Audiology Associates is a trusted name in Maryland for over 42 years, and they have offices throughout the Baltimore metro area. So call 410-944-3100 or go online at www dot aai audiology.com when silence is not golden call audiology associates at 410-944-3100 hi jim hunter here to remind you that you can have an amazing new kitchen at a fraction of the cost with chic cabinet refacing from john hagee remodeling my wife bonnie and i had our kitchen redone by the john hagee team and we couldn't be happier it looks brand new and without all the time mess and cost of tearing everything out They even brought our old cabinets up to date with new drawers, rollout trays, and more. Call John Hagee for your project, and you'll learn why they've won so many awards for their craftsmanship and their customer service. Right now, get half-off savings on chic cabinet refacing. Save half off the cost of refacing either your base or wall cabinets, whichever measurement is less. Call 410-329-1002. That's 329-1002. Or go to johnhagee.com. That's johnheagy.com. Visit their showrooms on York Road and Hunt Valley and start planning your kitchen or bath project. Take it from me, Jim Hunter, and choose John Hagee Remodeling for your home improvements, building excellence for over 40 years. Nothing can be more frustrating than working hard your entire life, saving as much as possible, then watching your money go down right before retirement. Mike Connett, Ryan Herbert, and the team at ProStatus Financial can help. They're going to sit down with you personally to create a complete retirement plan, which includes the 401k x-ray, income analyzer, tax planning analysis, and estate plan review. This is up to a $2,500 value, and it's complimentary for the next five callers who have at least $500,000 saved for retirement. Congratulations, you've done a great job of saving. Now, call 866-597-1040 and let the team at ProStatus Financial help you protect, grow, and distribute your wealth in the most tax-efficient manner possible. Call ProStatus Financial today at 866-597-1040. That's 866-597-1040. Advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor, insurance license in Maryland. Hey guys, it's Carson. Friday on the show, the New York Times accidentally admits the Democrat Party is trying to destroy America. Oops! New evidence shows Columbus didn't bring STDs to the new world. They were already here. Plus new comedy from Jim Gossett as we take mockery and ridicule back. Noon to 3 on WCBM. This is the last segment of Kid Classic Live on Friday. 
But don't worry, we'll be back on Monday at 9 a.m. But of course, you have uh, Rob Carson coming up next. So stay right there. You never know who's going to call into the show. We were talking about uh, the overspending and the uh, waste of taxpayer money here in the city of Baltimore. And in calls, mayoral candidate, Wendy Bazell. Hey, Wendy. Hi, how are you? I'm it's doing well. Break. That's why I can call in because I'm out here working in our cities at schools every day. Nice. You wanted to so weigh I'm in? Calling. Yeah, I wanted to weigh in because what I'm trying to get across is we have 164 schools and we have principals that are trying to manage 10 to $20 million of budgets down the payroll. And they're not qualified to do that. My main goal is to get all of our city schools to be centrally funded so we can make sure that every school is equitable. You know, that's a great idea, Wendy. And I'm sure you heard this story and thought about all the waste. You heard $7 million last year was wasted in Baltimore. Right. At least that. And who knows, like, when I'm, when I'm teaching and I need supplies, I'm always told it's not in the budget. It's not in the budget. You need a new computer. It's not in the budget. It's like, well, what is in the budget for our city schools? What is? Yeah. No one can really tell you. I mean, if you try to look, when you look at the budget for Baltimore City Schools, you see a percentage that's going to the all the different schools in Baltimore City, but you don't see their budgets. What are, what are they doing with that money? That's a good question. Wendy Bazell, thank you, as always, for calling in. I'm still wishing you luck on your journey there to Baltimore Mayor. Uh, you know what? I'm pretty sure we'll have updates on the Baltimore Mayo race next week. Believe it or not, I'm taking part in moderating in one of their forums. I'll tell you about that. That's going to go down on February 1st. Uh, so hopefully you'll join me on Monday. we got the Resistance Report with the delegates. And Tuesday, I have another great guest for you, which you got to tune in and see. Brian, thank you for a great show as always. I'll talk to you all Monday at 9 a.m. Hi, I'm attorney Michael Friedman. And I'm attorney Stephen Friedman. And along with my wife, Rachel, we strive to continue our firm's 40-year reputation for excellence. You know, Steve, when I started practicing law, things in the world were plenty different. No, FDR was not president, but folks were getting injured in auto accidents and by other negligent acts. And our work, our commitment to clients from the very start has never wavered. You're so right, Dad. Handling property damage, getting car rentals, assuring the best medical treatment, and really just getting their lives back remains our primary focus. And that also means obtaining fair and just compensation for their pain and suffering, as well as for any permanent medical issues. And although we prefer to settle cases, we often rely on judge and juries to obtain fair and just compensation. So if you or a loved one has been injured by another's negligence, give us a call at the Law Offices of Michael Friedman. 410-363-6848 for a free consultation. And don't forget, Dad, there's no fee for us and no cost to our clients unless we win. Well, then please continue winning. Absolutely not to worry. The Law Offices of Michael Friedman, serving the Mid-Atlantic region for over 40 years. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening.